0: Starting at a new company, how to join a predominantly male team with Sarah Mokonsaïe. Hey, it's Iseline. And today we discuss how to fit in a predominantly male team when you join a company. That's the story Sarah is going to share with us today. So let's have a sneak peek in Sarah's life today. A warm welcome to our guest, Sarah. Hello, Iseline. Hi, Saha! Thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for inviting me. Sure, I'm happy you're there. Saha is living in Bern, Switzerland, and she fell in love with SEO during a personal project. That was about um, 10 years ago, and a short time after that, she decided to resign her job in finance and dedicate the rest of her career to SEO. In 2018, she started working at Leap, one of the biggest web development company in Switzerland. She works as an SEO specialist where she supports partners and clients in all corners of Switzerland with all things SEO. So Sarah, when you started in that web development agency and you found out you were part of a predominantly male team, how often were your SEO recommendations implemented during that first year? (laughs) Uh
1: burning question directly. So uh, to be honest, uh, I don't think then the main problem at that time, it was then it was a male-dominated team as much as the fact that uh, SEO was not taken into account. So it was like, you're doing SEO? <laughs> it was a little bit that like, not really giving value to the... Um, to the job in a certain sense. So the fact that it was male dominant, it was maybe an extra step in the sense that um, by my personality, I often feel more comfortable with women. So I can more openly, more easily open with women and chit chat about everything. So there is a lot of interpersonal. But I would say then uh, it was not really recognized SEO like it's it's really
0: a job. Right. So it was like two different layers of, of difficulty. Like SEO was kinda of new in the company as a as a service or as a product. Is that right?
1: So, no, there was uh, somebody doing a, a little bit of SEO, but they were doing like SEO and analytics. And I think then the focus, it was mainly on analytics. So, yeah, so I would say there was also the content team, obviously, <laughs> as you are more than aware. And uh, yes, but I would say that uh, it, it was like SEO was never really pushed. Like there was a bit of understanding SEO exists, but they were never giving a lot of value to SEO. What, what's the biggest challenge
0: you face in this situation?
1: A lot of challenge, no? Because I was I as an SEO and I work in an agency, so I need to bring money, no? So I need to bring money, but if nobody gives me work, how I bring money, and how do I progress as a person? Because I want to do SEO. I want to enjoy SEO. This is like, so how do I progress? So there were several challenges. And so the, the, I, I, I was also a bit surprised maybe because I was seeing the company that have like large projects, like large clients. They were rebuilding the website, but there was no share of the cake with me in a certain sense, like, hey, Sarah, do your part of the job. We do our part of the job and 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 uh, we give you like a part of the budget for the SEO. Because that it was like the idiot situation that I was imagining when I joined the company. And, and it was clearly not like this. Then I I understood why, like. Product owner are mainly responsible for the, uh, for the developers and to develop the website. Moreover, uh, let's face it, SEO is a little bit invisible. You know, it's not like design. Then help you do a pretty website. So that makes like a lot of difference also from, from that point of view. So I, I think then the challenge was really being considered like being considered in the projects uh, and also relationships are important. So for example, I was like speaking with people, but then they were not interested in my capacity. So it's like hey, she's the one, the, the the funny one, you know, like uh, in the team uh, you have the funny one. Okay. But then okay, it's not just that I can do my job and can we can and I can do it professionally. So can I show you that I'm able to do it. So I think then that was like frustrating. Can I can I say the word frustrating on that? Then I couldn't like prove my value, couldn't uh, progress initially. Uh, so I, I would say that initially that was really my challenge. And uh, when I understood like how the company was structured, which kind of challenge i had then from there i could
0: progress did i answer your question i i understand that there was really a question of where to integrate seo as a skill in the process of a project so there was really a layer of Where does SEO start? You know, at the end of the project, when the client says, oh, and what about SEO? Or at the beginning of a relaunch, there was a real like evolution in terms of the process that you had to help create in the company. Yes, you are are correct. It is
1: exactly that. The problem is then if a client was coming and saying, hey, I want SEO. Maybe the client would have said that at the end of the project when like the budget is set and money used. So you need to create extra budget for that. But again, that is another problem. But uh, so if you had the pressure of the client coming and say like, I want SEO, then obviously the product owner would have not said, oh no, we don't offer SEO. It would say like, oh yeah, don't worry, we have somebody inside. Okay. So yeah, we will take care of that. But, uh, uh, but again, proactively, a product owner, like Denise, like a product manager, it depends the uh, the framework that you use. So, proactively, a project manager, uh, let's say, co- let's call it project manager, going to the client and saying, "Hey, you know what? For this website, then you want to build, you know what? You need SEO since the beginning." That was not happening. A lot of work for me was to change the men the uh, mindset of people.
0: I I understand, like you had to build awareness about the added value of SEO can bring to a project. You said something interesting previously. You said you said something I also heard in Ariana Lupi's uh, WTS workshop recently. Like you said I had to prove my value, prove the value of SEO. So how how did you do that?
1: So yes, uh, it's exactly that. I did have to prove my value and I still do it uh, time to time. <laughs> but uh, I would say now it's like much more stable. So how I did that. So um, I started like with small projects. Okay, so I had a few small projects which I could use like to show, do you see? I bring results. Okay. So that was helping me to, to showcase myself to other product owners. Because, I mean, the company have many projects, many product owners. So I could go with small projects and say, hey, I can showcase myself. Plus there was like, I think then there is several things. One is to have some small project that you can use to showcase yourself. Second thing is to understand that in the company, is a little bit like in the outside world, you need sponsors, okay? This is a concept that my brother, um, uh, my oldest brother, taught me like years ago, and sometimes he comes back to me. And it's like, inside the company, you need people that will speak highly about you and will promote you uh to other people so i did have to find my sponsors (laughs) let's call them sponsor but like i did have to find my sponsor inside the company then where people then were trusted from other people inside the company and they were like saying hey she does a good job okay maybe she can even help us you know like help us bringing more business maybe so, for example, I remember then at the beginning, I was working on the LEAP website. Okay. So now I don't do it anymore. It's years and I don't do anymore that I just focus on clients. But at the beginning, like I didn't have so much work. I was like, okay, so let's maybe try to work on, on, on the LEAP website. And one of the PO, uh, so this product owner or project manager, call it the way that you want, uh, that, uh, uh take care of the Leap website, also add clients, okay? So by working a bit on the Leap website, I got in contact with him. And next, when we started discussing and I started showing, hey, but I can bring value for this, 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 then he realized, wait, but SEO could also be an open door for the company. So maybe because an SEO project will always be smaller, than a web development project, a web development will, speaking money wise, will bring much more money than uh, than SEO. So maybe, Sarah, you could be useful to enter some clients, get to know some clients, do your SEO job on their website. But then they keep us in mind if they want to be the new website. Okay. So that also helped me a bit because, like, it was like yes, but the SEO could be an open door. And then he started speaking around about open door stuff. <laughs> and uh, that also helped me because I started proving my value on the website like uh, of lip. Then it happens that uh, the PO started speaking also around uh, to other PO about that. And then gradually... I started working with more, 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 more PO. Then uh, I, I started covering the entire Switzerland before I was just focused uh, focus on on the French part of Switzerland. And gradually I had like many more sponsors <laughs> and, and, uh, and many more POs than I could work with. And my sponsor are not just POs, but I realized the importance of developers because I'm in a development company. And developers are very strong. They are. Their value don't need to be proved in a certain sense. It is acquired because that is the mentality. So uh, I was able also to conquer, between codes, some developers which were my sponsor also and which were like pushing by saying, hey, you know what, uh, um, maybe... There, we in this project, we need SEO. Oh, hey, there there is a problem. Contact Sarah because we think then we did something, then probably could block the the crawlers. Uh, Sarah, give it a look. So, and then I realized that okay, there is from top to down POS and from bottom to up,
0: developers then could support you. I, I see, I understand. So, there were like different steps. In what you did in the company, first there was this observation phase where you looked at, okay how what's the entry door like you saw the process and how seo was not integrated in the process and that people did not understand the value and then you looked for the you call them sponsors but i remember ellie ferrari telling me about allies so i think it's pretty much the same concept it's it's like people who who are going to talk highly about you and then you had this bit of Quantitative data that you could show, and that you could show to these allies and these sponsors, and you know it sort of spreads. And but how long did it take? Oof. Ah, uh, so that it was really, I
1: think that I'm really comfortable. Like then I have like a, a, then I don't have to fight anymore for myself. Is probably one year and a half. But so, I mean, it was always growing, you know, my, my values was always growing. But like when I started for the first year, I had like probably three, four projects, which were not very big. Because when you say three, four projects, if they are very big, like even if you have one and it's very big, I mean, you are cover 100% of your time no 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 we are we are speaking about small project and i have like three four and i was spending a lot of time maybe we can consider that biz dev inside the company to promote myself so i would say the first year it was more about awareness and some small project yeah and the second year it was much better Second year and a half, it was like oh, she's growing and going like also outside Lausanne. <laughs> and then it is really, uh, yeah, I would say like it's one one year and a half. Then it's really like I'm comfortable. I, I, people directly come to me, and I don't have to anymore go to beg. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs>
0: And and tell me like I wonder, so you said you started working on the internal, like the company's website and which made you discuss with the person who was working, like who was dealing with the, with the website. But tell me very concretely, like, how did you do? Did you? slack people to invite them for coffee and tell her about your quantitative results Oh, or, or did you try to go to lunchtime and say hey by the way I did this because I'm I'm feeling very uncomfortable and I'm wondering how how you can smoothly <laughs> you know prove your value and how you can smoothly just share the words that hey, hey I have quantitative results like what did you do
1: so uh. I do, I did it in two ways. One, it was the official way and the second and the unofficial way. I have to be honest, the unofficial way is much more, uh, powerful than the official way, in my opinion. So obviously, as everything is about, like, not everything, but a lot of things are about relationship. Okay. So I had the official way where I was organizing a, a presentation inviting all product owners and everybody concerned and then i was presenting so we do this 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 these are the results but okay that had uh, its limits to be honest clap 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 but didn't didn't bring much and then yes you know me. I obviously did it the unofficial way. <laughs> I was going directly to people, uh, laughing a minute with them, speaking and then saying, by the way, <laughs> by the way, you know, I work on this project, which is very similar to the project that you're working No? And on that, what I could do, this, this, this and uh, for example uh, you are working with that designer which i have worked in the past on this project so mm, I, see, see, I see similarities between the two projects so maybe i could bring you value there then once the story is to have the first step like once you have the first step and they allow you in a project and they see then you're doing a good job obviously I, I don't say that i always do a good job sometimes uh, I probably do something less good, but then what I do, I cover it up. I always say the truth. Okay. So, ah, that it was not perfect. So let me work on that to improve it. So, so I'm always 100% honest. Most of the time things goes as I expected, obviously. And sometimes I just have to cover up. So it's really the first step. And when you are inside the project with a pew and you have proved your value, and with the developers, because in the reality, I really need to prove also with the developers. PO because they need like to advance my tickets, but a developer, if they don't want to implement it, they will explain to the PO, and there is other tickets more important. So somehow, you need to prove it also to them. Full stop. Uh, and then uh, once I could uh, like put my foot in a project and prove my value, then they they. Product owner and developer mentality was like changing already. You see, you did like you did your work and something was changing. So in the next project, they would have more easily take you into account.
0: Right. So there are really two different uh, groups you need to address, like the project managers and the development team. But as I remember, there was a pandemic and the COVID and you're talking like how you went to people and talk to them. But. There was a time where much of it was from home. So what did you do then? Because you were not in an office. It was not like you can go and and bump to someone's desk and and have a conversation. It's true, but
1: uh, I speak a lot. (laughs) So whatever that happens outside uh, real life or real life, I speak a lot. So instead, we have Slack at work. So for example, I was slacking the PO and say, hey, I saw that you're working on this, eh? let's have a call. Let's have a call together. So I was pushing to have a, a call uh, for X, y, y, reason. Maybe I was not directly saying what it was the reason I wanted the call. If it is not somebody like, then I was already trusted and everything. I was not going directly. But for sure, I was ensuring myself to have them on screen and then speak directly to
0: them. Right. Yeah, I understand. So I'm I'm very impressed. Congrats Sarah because I it's I'm very impressed like how you managed to go to people and share your points and get them on screen with you to discuss. Like and for folks who are currently in this situation but who feel stuck and feel they are not heard and not listened to, what would you recommend them like to achieve something like you do? Like how how, can, how do you make people listen to you? How, how can you be heard? So,
1: first of all, thank you, Zéline, for these kind words because I'm like, oh, that is fantastic. Thank you, Zéline, especially coming from you, uh, which obviously you are quite uh, heard by everybody. I mean, you are having a podcast, so everybody's heard into you. <laughs> anyway, so, um, so thank you so much for your kind words. And now coming back to your question. I think then... Okay, I come from an analytics background in the reality. I, everybody, few people knows. you know it, obviously, but I come from an analytic background. And um, uh, while I speak a lot, I often understand better maths than uh, general communication. So for me, it was everything starts with an analysis. Okay, you have to analyze why they are not hearing to you. So that is the first step. So they are not hearing to you because you they don't trust you. They are not hearing to you because they think then you are not trust not competent. Maybe you are not competent because you are too junior and you need to grow. Or they are not hearing to you because there is a problem of relation. Okay. Interpersonal relation. So I think the first step is really to understand your environment and why This is happening. Mm -hmm. Next, when you have why this is happening, then you can solve it. Now, sometimes solving it asks for a lot of effort. So for me, there is the second question. Are you willing to put that effort to solve it? Yes or no? So if you are willing to put the effort to solve it, then, okay, you fight to solve it. So, for example, if the problem is then you are too junior and they still don't trust you, okay, that could be, okay, you 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 accept it and then you are like, okay, so let me prove my value. Give me projects so then I can grow in knowledge and then I can prove my value. If the problem is uh, interpersonal, like with team members, that from my personal point of view is much more complicated it's like okay so that will ask a lot more of effort and probably also shout your mouth time to time which i don't know if they if somebody really wills to do that so now the question is really should i stay or if the interpersonal part doesn't work or should i go so why should i waste my energy on this So for me, it's really always an analysis. Try to understand what is the problem and how do I solve it and how many energy I want to spend on solving this problem. So, and again, interpersonal are probably more complicated because you have to uh, see, you have to analyze. First of all, it is you the problem or it is like the dynamic, the dynamic. Can you break this dynamic? Yes or no? So there are a lot of things to to think and decide what you want to do next.
0: That is incredibly insightful comments. Thank you, Sarah. Because I think I, I think maybe some other people would be like me spontaneously put lots of efforts Without thinking, doing lots of things and getting maybe unmotivated. But I can see when you talk how it's important to analyze the situation and give a degree on effort on what there is to be changed. Like be very aware of oneself and the environment to understand what there is to be done. And like if you accept the situation and it would be also totally okay to go find another job if it's too complicated or if you're not willing to do this effort. And actually, that's also what Ariana Lupi shared with us in her workshop, um, that it's it's always an option to um, change team and, you know, try something else. Wow. And I see that time is running out, but I still have one last question for you, Sarah. So what is... What is one thing recently that's helped you in your career, that's helped you grow or develop yourself? And just tell us the most rare thing you did, you read, or whatever it is that you want to share with us. So it's not directly
1: SEO related. So I normally spend a lot of time trying to grow in the knowledge of SEO. But in the last uh, uh, couple of months, I probably decreased a little bit like I still read, obviously, but I decrease a little bit, like my perseverance in uh, understanding SEO and more going also on the interpersonal. So I recently did a certificate in diversity and inclusion, which is a subject that I'm like very curious about, and uh, uh, that helped me a lot, a lot in understanding myself, understanding that I have limits. I, I. I never thought about me having limits in that sense. But yes, I have limits. I have also bias, which means that you need to be conscious to change it. Okay. So I think then that helped me uh, get awareness. And I believe that it will help me in the future. And also inside the company that I'm working, I, I joined like a team that is trying to work on improving diversity and inclusion, which... Uh, after the certificate, I went and I said, Hey, let's, can I help? Because I think then I'm bypassing a little bit my, my, my limits also. And I think then we can work all together to improve them. So, yes, I would say that one. Excellent.
0: Yeah. I, I will share the, the URL or the, the name of the training that you did, of course. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Saha, for joining us today. It was great. Thank you, Zaline.
1: It was fantastic. You are fantastic as usual. You are a fantastic host. And uh, yes, I, I, I mean, and we know each other since here, So uh, I'm more emotional than with uh, somebody else doing this because like, oh, this is my Zaline.
0: <laughs> 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 Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks a lot for allowing me to interview you and I was very nervous to record this podcast because I want to do something great for our community. So so thanks for being here for me and helping me just overcome my fear. This was WTS podcast. We are on a mission to amplify women in the SEO industry. So join the community. If you haven't yet, we have a Slack channel. We also have a newsletter and we do workshops. Being part of an active community of 5,000 members, it's something that's hard to describe <laughs> i think you have you need to try and um so i was your host i'm iseline Mülhäuser, and i'm happy to answer any question on social media sarah is also happy to answer any question on social media you find her on twitter thank you so much for listening to wts podcast and thanks again sarah for joining us today bye everyone thank you